Welcome to The Business Buffet, a podcast-based business coaching environment where you gain personal nourishment, professional growth, and recipes for success. My name is Ed Bejarana, and I am your chef who will be fixing up a big helping of how-to, can-do, and what-to-do information, all designed to inspire you. So grab a plate as it is time for some Business Buffet. We're going to do things a little backwards today. Rather than starting with the food for thought, we're going to start with the problem statement. Today's problem statement comes from Entrepreneur Magazine, but really it's a very common issue for folks contemplating starting their own business. The problem is abandoning another career. If you're going to dedicate yourself to starting and nurturing a business to success, it's going to be nearly impossible to simultaneously manage another career. You might be able to manage the infancy of your business on the side during weeknights and weekends, but if you want a chance of growing significantly, invariably, you'll have to quit your day job. Walking away from a promising, steady, long-term opportunity for something unpredictable is scary, especially if you've never run a business before. Unfortunately, there's no easy way to address this. Just Think through your decision logically and don't ignore your instincts. I have several friends who started their business because they wanted to be their own boss. A few of my friends started their business because they had a belief they could bring a better service or product to market and ventured off on their own. The food for thought for today's episode fits both reasons for starting a business. If people like you, they'll listen to you. But if they trust you, they'll do business with you. That's from Zid Ziglar. Today we're going to talk about the part of starting your business that not many people talk about. Overcoming the scary self-doubt part where you have to choose between a career with a steady paycheck and the risk of venturing out on your own. How do you make the decision to go for it? Ah. One of the first podcast productions I tuned in was Nick Looper's The Side Hustle Show. Nick is quite the prolific podcaster and has some great guests who share stories about how they started a business on the side and made some extra cash. Nick also has many guests who started a side hustle that eventually took over as the primary job. It would be a perfect world if you could keep your day job and start a great new business on the side. However, truth is, at some point, you have to make a decision. Keep the day job or go for broke with the new business. I'm going to suggest you cannot be successful in business doing it just part-time. You either pour your heart all in or stay with the comfortable day job. When I started Zenith Exhibits, I was exclusively a trade show display and consulting business. I helped small to medium-sized businesses with trade show display design and development. I also helped businesses get more leads from their trade show marketing efforts. Business was slow at first, but it experienced steady growth. One of the few business growth activities I did was join the local Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> the Gresham Chamber of Commerce was the biggest in my area, and there were near 100 people in attendance each week. Honestly, I felt a little out of sorts at the big event. But the networking side of business is a different episode. For today, 
I want to share an experience that came out of my first visit to the Gresham Chamber of Commerce. As happened with all new visitors to a chamber meeting, the older members swoop in and meet and greet. I was still new to the game and believed I need to meet everyone with a pulse. So I collected business cards and set coffee meetings galore. One meeting was with a Kangen water dealer. <laughs> I knew nothing about Kangen water, but I figured a relationship was a relationship. So I met the guy for coffee. The one-on-one -on -one meeting started like most would expect. General chit-chat and questions about what I did. The, the Kangen water guy asked lots of questions about me. Me, I wanted to ask questions about him. Looking back on the meeting, it was an interesting dance. You see, I have always believed that in the trade show business, you get paid on the information you get, not the information you give. So I really wanted the other guy to talk more. But apparently, he was playing from the same rule book. He wanted to get me to talking. The guy kept pushing towards pricing for my displays. I kept saying, I don't know what display would work for you yet because I don't know the type of events you exhibit at. He even asked about event options, and I'd return with, who's your target customer? I was actually getting a little frustrated. This back and forth went on for about 20 minutes before my newfound acquaintance found the nugget he needed to proceed with his sales pitch. I finally broke down and showed him a pop-up display with graphics and said the retail price was $1,995. Oh boy, the guy's eyes lit up. Not with sticker shock like I had seen so many times before, but with glee as if he had just won a tennis match. Then the following words dripped out of his mouth, words that really left me spellbound and flabbergasted. He said, quote, that is exactly what I needed to hear. And oh boy, do I have a deal for you. Really, a win-win for both of us, end quote. Ah. He gleefully clapped his hands together and reached into his briefcase for a flyer. He said the 1995 happens to be the wholesale price for a Kangen water system. And with this system, you could make tens of thousands of dollars all from giving away free water. Here's how it works. He then proceeded to tell me how signing up with him as a distributor wouldn't cost me any money. We could work out a trade for the trade show display, and then I could use the display to exhibit the Kangen water system, which he told me was sure to bring me riches beyond my wildest imagination. By giving this man the price, I had struck open the talking spigot, and now he wouldn't shut up. He talked fast, and he used lots of presumptive language to assume an already formed partnership. In this man's mind, we were already partners, and all I needed to do was sign on this piece of paper, and my financial future was secure. He stopped talking in true Zid Ziegler fashion and held the pen out for me to take and sign on the contract. <laughs> Again, I was dumbfounded, shocked, bewildered at such a display of dumb behavior. Unprofessional, scummy, and crooked were all thoughts swimming around in my head, and I almost lost my cool. But then I remembered my life experiences and took a breath. I smiled. 
sat back in my chair and kept solid eye contact. Then I said the following, What kind of businessman would you be partnering with if I was to so easily jump from one career to another? What sort of business relationship would you be investing in if the person you were grooming abandoned you so easily? And last question, just how could I possibly run two very successful businesses at the same time? It was my turn at bat, and I just hit it out of the park. While I am sure the guy was used to hearing no, I had challenged him in the exact place he didn't ever expect someone to challenge him, in the area of success. I didn't tell him what I thought of his pushy sales technique. Rather, I highlighted how successful my business was and how impossible it would be to run two very successful businesses. Now, the rest of my conversation with the Kangen water guy is worth another episode, but the lesson from the experience serves to help with today's lesson. My business was in startup mode. I wasn't successful yet. Actually, I hadn't even made any money yet. Sure, I was breaking even, but not actually making a profit. But I was committed to my new career. In this case, my business. And I wasn't going to jump ship to another potentially lucrative deal. Sure, he made some strong points why his water system could make lots of money. But like the problem statement for today's episode states, walking away from a promising, steady, long-term opportunity for something unpredictable is scary. It was Zig Ziglar's quote that really solidified my position. If people like you, they'll listen to you. But if they trust you, they'll do business with you. This guy I was talking to was obviously a scumbag. There was no way I could trust doing business with him. In his mind, people could be swayed away from anything just to make a quick buck. He wasn't coaching leadership and discipline. He was modeling lots of pressure and hit fast. I wish I could stay, say this was the only time a multi-level marketing person made such a run at establishing a partnership, but it seems like the entire industry is built on presumptive close and pressure sales. In my case, the decision to stay the course was easy. I had a sleazy used car salesman tried to close the deal. You're probably facing the same story from a much harder perspective. Your wife and children count on the paycheck you bring home every week from your current job. While your heart is pushing you in one direction, your financial situation is pushing in another. It is my position that the two scenarios are very similar. It comes down to commitment and human relationships. From my vantage point, success in business hinges on these two things. People have to know, like, and trust you. When you reach that trust part, then your business can flourish and the paycheck issues will no longer be the stopping point. But Ed, how do you know when people trust you? Excellent question. Know and like are the two easy things to develop. Lots and lots of people know me, and honestly, most of them like me. As I was visiting the chambers and local networking groups, I built lots of great relationships. My personality has always been committed to providing more value than I take. I call it building up the emotional bank account. 
I strive to make sure everyone who meets me or spends any time with me is happier after having spent time with me than when they arrived. Those who know me know I don't make sales presentations. Even when it's my turn to speak at the chamber event, I don't get up and make a sales pitch. I get up and give away free and valuable education. This way, attending one of my presentations was less a burden and more a benefit. It took about six months or so, but after a while, people stopped waiting for those times when I was speaking and started calling me for advice. When people call me for advice, I give it without reservation and no expectation of payment. To me, giving knowledge helps other people And through that help, I build trusting relationships. When asked what is the secret to success in business, you might hear location, location, location. Unless you ask me, I say give, give, give. So the answer to the question, how do you know when you have a trust-based relationship? Simple. When people call you for advice. Trust is built on purpose, one relationship at a time. If you are contemplating making the change from career paycheck to running your own business, take stock in the number of trust-based relationships you've built over your life. If you don't have any people who would drop everything to come help you with a flat tire, then maybe starting your own business right now is not a good idea. If you have good success at building trust-based relationships, then quit your job today and start your own business. It is that dreaded time when we must push back from the table and uh, maybe take a nap, you know, to reflect on what we've learned. Please, before you doze off, share this episode with a friend or family member who needs the emotional push that only the Business Buffet can give. Also, please take a moment to write a review for us on Apple Podcasts and help us reach new entrepreneurs like yourself. Thank you for listening, and remember to eat hearty in business.